Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Scott, Scott Free's back. back. <laughs> back oh, that you're back. You have to be gone one day. Wow. Yeah, you're a champ. Allie Payne held this ship together like with band-aids and prayers. While Don't we I sick. always? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And I love that the day you come back, you forget your story. Now, set up the story again because oh. when, when we're on the air and you say, I have to tell the rest on the podcast, I'm like, yes, I want to hear this. I <laughs> could not be more beside myself pissed at the fact that I am ignored over and over and over again. And, wait, wait, and just to give you even more behind the scenes, Scott usually doesn't stand for the podcast, but I feel like... standing, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're just full of so much emotion, you're like, I have to stand for this conversation. I I think the reason I'm loud is because at least you guys will hear me because nobody in my house hears me and this and th- th- this is where okay start well re- recap the right. story so i get noticed now mind you last week we were out uh, quinn and i were out because of of covid's unfortunately quinn and i i'm not picking on you much sicker than i was i yeah. was i i actually did i thought i had a head cold you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. but anyway doing the precautions and something starts bubbling about Annette talking to her parents, Annette, my significant other, for those that may not know, Mm -hmm. uh, and for those that also may not know, she is 100% Polish. Uh, She is a Polish citizen, Poland a citizen of Poland, (laughs) and uh, maybe I'm the Polak, Uh, and that's me. I can joke about it because I'm Polish, all right? So back off. I was just going to say, can we still say that? Yeah, when I am, I can joke about it. You know, I can't joke about you. I don't even know what you are, but it doesn't. I'm Finnish English. You're you're Finnish. Yes. Hillbilly. From Swami, are we? I I have no joke for you. So I couldn't pick on you if I wanted to. Anywho, Mm -hmm. so she is a citizen of Poland, a citizen of Canada, a green carter here, you know, Mm -hmm. but this is home. She's been here since she was a little girl, right? Mm -hmm. Her parents genuinely left. They fled communist Poland back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's an interesting dynamic because they have a lot of connections back in Poland. Annette's brother, who we're going to call Uncle Rob, because Mm -hmm. to Gavin, my almost eight-year-old, is Uncle Rob. Yes. uh, As it turns out, he lives in Poland and actually does a a, a kind of a cool thing. He runs a English-speaking camp Mm -hmm. in Poland. So it's for younger kids and they learn how to speak uh, English. Smart move because, you know, I mean, it's it's probably very helpful as a tool as they grow older should they want to become, uh, I, I guess you could call international or, or yes. whatever the case may be. So it's a very cool thing that he does. All right. Now, all of a sudden, this is where it went from. Had there been a conversation that said, hey, Rob, Uncle Rob, was thinking it would be really cool if Gavin could come over one year for a week of the Polish speaking, I'm sorry, the English speaking camp in Poland Mm -hmm. and, you know, take part in it. Yeah, obviously Gavin speaks, you know, fluent English for an eight-year-old. So this goes from being a, wouldn't that be a neat conversation, to all of a sudden, we have to go to the post office and get Gavin's passport expedited. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm. So now I'm masked up on Thursday and I had to go in because both parents have to have to go in. Mm-hmm. So we go in. He's great. He gets his picture taken, you know, this and that. Post office girls, hey, you going on a trip? And, uh, and you know, and, and we're, we're kind of like, yeah, right, yeah, this and that. Where I'm having the problem with this is her parents basically decided that grandma is going to fly over with him Mm -hmm. and he's going to go to the summer camp for a week Mm -hmm. and this is going to be his first big trip away from home other than going to grandma and grandpa's house which is in North Carolina not 
Poland. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so he's going to go to this camp and he is going to stay there for a week with Uncle Rob. So I got a bunch of problems right now going on. Number one is he has only seen Uncle Rob in person one time and it was four years ago. Yeah. He's okay. not, he's not going to remember that. He, he sees him on FaceTime quite a bit, okay. but he's not had the experience with him. That's number one. Right. Okay. And no disrespect to Rob, but I've not even hung around Rob well enough to know, is he going to help my kid wipe his butt if need be? And let me tell you, if you think an eight-year-old, almost eight-year-old is still perfect at that, <laughs> Well, you know what? You're they're super not. parent because sometimes they're not. So now he's going to walk around with an itchy ass in Poland. You know? and, and, and Uncle Rob, and I don't know, you know, I mean, he may do great, you know, this and that. But here's my other problem. You have a war-torn country 200 miles mm-hmm. from where this is. And Quinn can help me with this because you spend a lot of time in Europe. Yeah. Europe is a different geography than the United States. Tiny. 200 miles in Europe is like a drive from here to Binghamton. Oh my god! Yeah, well, it's, no, okay. no, it, no, no, no. It, it, it's not really. It's okay, not from here to like, New York City, but uh, yes. it, it, but it's it, it's more like we're much more spread out here. You mm-hmm. know, if 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 there was if it was a distance like that, I'd feel more comfortable with it. But it's the next door country. It's like Canada got invaded, mm-hmm. and we're like, want to go to Niagara Falls, the Canadian side? They just got invaded. What the hell? Yeah, right. So <laughs> I am, and of course, I try to bring up this point. Now, when the war in Ukraine first broke out. Mm-hmm. I'm the one on the phone with Annette's parents going, we should find an escape plan for Rob in case he's got to come to Canada and get the hell out because we didn't know if they were going to roll right into Poland. Right, right. Meaning Russia, right? Mm -hmm. Now the conversation has gone from that to, oh, things are fine there. It's not what you think. And and grandma's going to be around. Nothing's changed. They just love the idea of it. And it's a chance for Annette's mom to go to Poland. So now... This is all going to happen. I am not comfortable with this, but unfortunately, no one's listening to me. If it was a year from now and things had settled down, I'd be fine with it. Well, so on on the air, when we talked about this the first time, I said, I don't even think, uh, first of all, yes, the war-torn country, but my other thing is, Gavin's going to be eight, and this is to... It's a time where you can't really appreciate the experience of going to another country. So you're paying a lot of money for him to not really be able to experience it and embrace what is happening. I agree totally. Now, keep in mind, a vacation for an eight-year-old is Disney, yes. maybe going water rafting somewhere, oh. uh, you know, swimming, yeah. things like that. Not going to a camp where everyone else speaks Polish and you're going to be the English-speaking kid. Without tr- grandma. W- without grandma yeah. and with your uncle who you've seen once four years ago but occasionally on FaceTime and I get it that your uncle like <sighs> how's his English well I guess he's, oh, he's running, fine I guess he's running on camera he, so lived, he lived in the US oh, so okay, I okay. mean he's you know not that that means anything because there's a lot of people in the US that don't speak good, good English who are from the US yes <laughs> um, why did you even go to the post office in the first place you could have stopped this from the jump I tried I that's the problem <laughs> I'm having don't get in the car see here's the th- <laughs> yeah right here's the problem I have if it's anything that I want to not have happen or do or whatever, mm-hmm. there's a million reasons why. But, oh, God, if Evan's big, grandma and grandpa come up with something mm-hmm. or somebody in the family comes up with something, I'm immediately overruled. I have no hope in this. I have no say in it. And I'm going to tell you right now, somebody actually texted or they sent a message about me getting my passport. Mine's a little outdated. Well, mm-hmm. mine's, which means it's expired. I yeah. need to get a new one. <laughs> yeah, so this was to our Scott and Allie page and DM'd us and said, Scott, you need to get 
get a passport in case something goes down mm-hmm. so that you can go over there. Funny you mentioned that. Do you remember me mentioning a couple podcasts ago, my nephew, who uh, owns a farm in Ukraine? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. He re- All right. There was a lot of drunken uh, nights in Poland. They cro- This is well before the war. They crossed into Ukraine. I don't know, $30,000 apparently, or $3,000 in American money buys you a $30,000 farm in Ukraine. Well, probably would buy you a lot more right now. But either way, he was telling me because he's in the Army Reserves and he knows a lot of guys that wanted to go over and I'm going to call it Freedom Fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and they were either former U.S. military or, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. And I'm I'm literally, I'm going to, I want to say this to Annette and her parents. I want to be like, listen, if it turns out something happens and Putin decides to roll into Poland or mm-hmm. whatever happens and yeah. this gets bad or missiles start flying and we don't know what's going on, I'm calling my nephew. Mm-hmm. I'm sending over the team. I might go with him. Mm-hmm. I'd be scared. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I would be yeah. screaming sure. like a little girl. But uh, I'm going to go over there with it. And you know what? I'm going to get my son out and grandma and Uncle Rob can rot in a, in a Russian prison for all I care. Because I'm not going to save them. I am freaking up to here with it. It's like, listen... Use common sense. Any other year, let the surrounding area calm down. Mm-hmm. This is like Mexico and Canada both being invaded, and we're sitting here going, "Want to port? Want to go to Puerto Vallarta? No." <laughs> well, make sure you get your passport renewed, then. Yes. <laughs> well, by the way, that's nothing cheap either. We had nope. to pay an, a shit ton of money for the expedited. By the way, down to three weeks if you want to go to the Bahamas or anything oh, like that. Oh, yes. good to uh, know. But uh, yeah, so now it was like, I don't know, it, it was an extra 50 bucks for this, this and that, and this and that. And I get the experience and I think it would be great for them. And I think culturally, I want my kids to experience more than just, you know, America, here we are. I want them to see the world. But they mm-hmm. should win a time that they can ingest it properly. I, that's what I'm saying. And if you and think I'm crazy, I don't know what to I think that Gavin's going to feel very lonely that no yeah. one else can speak English. Well, so they I, do it lightly. But I think what should happen is take the next couple years to get him up on his Polish or yeah, Polish, and then he can go in like two or three years. He can ingest it at an age where he is really processing those things and he can go having a base of the language yes and on top of that what is it what's the line in the sand i can't believe that you're saying no and they're still saying yes nobody even wants to hear my logic i I feel like in a relationship there's always this one thing if i say no you have to you have to listen to me and i would think your kid would be the that thing like why is it that they get to overrule you as the parent that doesn't make any sense in my mind. I'm so just not and even Annette too, and I I mean I love Annette to death, but even Annette, there are certain things like between me and my significant other, if I say no, then that's it. No yeah. is no. And it is not and it's just I mean until it means yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Annette hearing your no and still proceeding forward? Because she can't say no to her parents. Your parents, and, and you want to know what? And everything else from here on out, and it's it's already happened, I'm sorry, but they say something and it always happens. Always. And and as much as I think that they're very helpful and I'm sure they're wonderful people, I don't know them at all, but... I, more often than not, they mean well. Sure. But <laughs> from this point on, there's never nothing that they will, won't do. And l- let's say it's something when he's... 15, 16, 17, 18, and you're never going to be able to say what should or shouldn't happen with your own kid? Right. Let's say he gets in some trouble and I take his car away. 
And then all of a sudden I hear, but Scott, you can't do that. Bullshit. No, I think that's wrong. I think that if you say no, that's the final word. Yeah. Like nobody in my household, nobody supersedes my mom's say or my dad say. See, the problem is I'm a lone figure in this. She's on board because she can't say no to her parents. I'm saying no for multiple logical reasons. Hey, this is good. Don't take him to the airport. Okay, buy the ticket. Who cares? You can buy it, but he ain't showing up. Maybe they should buy me a ticket too so that what'll happen is if something goes south, Mm -hmm. I can use that ticket that they bought. But if it doesn't go south, eh, change it down the road. You can go yourself again later. Sure. I I just cannot believe that this is still going to happen and that honestly I feel like you're kind of letting it happen. Yeah, I know, but the problem is is no one will listen to me even if I tell her parents, fuck off. No one will listen. But this is where I think, I mean, if it was my parents, I'm not a parent, but this is what I would predict. My parents just wouldn't show up. They just wouldn't show up to the airport. Go ahead, buy it. You can do whatever you want. But I'm the parent and I get the say. Can you call that? This episode of the Scott and Alley Not For Air podcast is sponsored by ProAction of Stuben and Yates Incorporated. Now that more and more people are going back to work, one of the biggest challenges is finding childcare. There just isn't enough, especially for infants and toddlers. If you're interested in caring for children in your home or opening a childcare center, now is the time. ProAction will give you all the resources that you need. New York State is offering grants for new childcare programs. All you have to do is call the ProAction Child Care Council to get started. Call 607-776-2126 extension 2600. That's 776-2126 extension 2600. And start caring for children in your home or opening a child care center now. So, <laughs> Welcome so, back. <laughs> right. So this podcast is in two segments because yeah. Scott had to go again that's right (laughs) yeah yeah Scott always has to like run out for something he's a a, a mile a minute is is that the right phrase I don't know (laughs) he's always zooming around now that he's not here I am kind of curious what you have to say about this oh being the international kid being the international kid or just not not being like a of like being a significantly different age that and also well you know Scott is 22 years old Uh, so that and what do you think you would do as a parent or what do you think that your parents would do in that case i would there is no way if i'm not that if i was scott and i'm not comfortable with that at all Mm -hmm. and his excuses are valid there's a there's a war going on right next door Mm -hmm. valid excuse Mm -hmm. so if like like my parents are actually about to go to the netherlands um to visit some people (coughs) excuse me Mm -hmm. and you know, not near. Uh, if it, if there was, you know, a war in Belgium, which is right next to the Netherlands, I'd be like, "Could you hold off?" Right, <laughs> on right. That? Uh, or think about the think about this first. Um, but also, they're adults, so like they can figure their stuff out. This is a child, right? An eight year old kid who's, to my knowledge, I've never talked to Scott about this. I don't know if he's left the country before, besides maybe Canada. I do not think that Gavin has ever left the country now. <laughs> I'm recovering from COVID. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, so I'm like, this kid, like the first time I flew alone and I left the country alone mm-hmm. was when we moved back to America when I was 16. And then three months later for Christmas break, I flew to Europe and by I myself. He- that was the first time. I was 16. Were you scared? As, uh, it was kind of, the only thing I was scared of was getting lost. Right. In the in like the airport and then missing my flight. 
and everything. But I knew how to navigate Europe because I took public transportation for school and stuff like that. So I knew how Europe worked, mm-hmm. or at least Switzerland. Gavin's not traveling alone. He'll at least be with his grandparent. But he's not going to be with her at the camp, which right. is my worry. Like, yeah, there'll be kids there and uncles there who he's seen one time in his mm-hmm. life. But it's like, you're used to grandma. Yes. She's there all the time. Right. But Uncle Rob, it's like, I don't know. Who's like, this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Four years ago, Gavin's not going to have any memories of him. Well, here's my other question to you. Sure. And like you said, uh, living, uh, you. I mean, you're European. Weren't you born there? Or no? No, where were you no, born? I was born in Michigan, but I lived there for half of my childhood. So the age of seven, do you remember any of your vacations around the age of seven? Yeah. Because I don't, my family, though. I don't remember. I don't have like these great vivid memories of vacations at seven. Like mm-hmm. once my first mm-hmm. Disney vacation, I remember very vividly. I was in fourth grade. So how do you feel about Gavin going at this age, too? Um, I think just his age and the situation he's in, I don't think is a good combo. If he was like... If we're excluding the war thing mm-hmm. for a moment, yes. if he was like, I don't know, 14 mm-hmm. to 16, mm-hmm. even maybe a little younger, like 12, I would say minimum 12 if grandma's going, yep. um, then I'd be like, you know what, okay, grandma's going to be there to take him there, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Never mind that there's a war going on. At least he has some kind of like... Common sense. Know. Yeah, I think, I, think, <laughs> I think at 12, I somewhat knew like, okay... In a bad situation, I, I, I have things I know that I need to do in order to get right. back to grandma, get back to Uncle Rob, get back, call, be able to call mom, dad home right. who aren't even here with me. So I think a little, I think eight is young for this specific situation. And I don't understand why they're pushing it so much. I don't understand either. Why? Scott's like, if Scott's not comfortable, if my dad was like, no. That's that's it. That's the answer. Exactly. My mom said no, and, and my dad was like, well, "You could do it." Um, then so I my think mom Scott, be like, "No, I'm not comfortable with it." Right. And it's like, and what, your you gra- kidnap your kids. Right. Your grandparents, I would assume, would respect that decision. And that's the other problem that I have is they they don't respect Scott in this, so they need to respect his decision as a yeah, parent. It's like you're not these kids. I know you take care of these kids a lot. Yes. That's right here. But it's like, they're not your kids. Exactly. You had the parenting opportunity. Now it's time to grandparent. Mm-hmm. And that's just spoiling your kids a lot. Right. <laughs> and you can spoil him in two or three years from now. Yeah. Take him to Poland then. Hopefully l- there's not a war going on next I door. legit think that Scott needs to put on his big boy pants, quit being such a pussy, and just not take him to the airport. Go ahead. Buy if, the ticket. If they come to pick, and they literally are picking up my children mm-hmm. to go to the airport, mm-hmm. I will call the cops. Exactly. That's like, what I'm saying. You, have, do you not, kidnapped you legal, my child. They legally don't even have permission to take them. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, who cares that it's three against one? No, he's not going. They're, every relationship has the, this is the final. No, 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 no. I mean, my significant other and I, we have that. If he says no to this, fill in the blank, mm-hmm. then I go, okay, I'm just not pushing it anymore. Yeah. That is his line in the sand. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, mad for Scott. <laughs> I know. It's just like, I don't understand how he, like, I don't know. How he can't put his foot down? Yeah, I don't, like, he's the most, like, person I, I know. know. Except <laughs> when for when it comes, it comes to, to. When it comes to Annette's parents, you can't be like, no. I know. 
I don't know why he caves. It is the weirdest thing to me. Mm-hmm. But if I was him, yep, I'd just be like, no, you go ahead, buy that ticket. But Gavin will not be at that airport. I can tell you that Mm-mm. much. No, and if you were coming to pick him up, he will be. I will. But you have to get past me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so over my dead body. <laughs> yes. Well, let's cover one other quick thing, so it's not just all about that Scott situation. Yeah. So would you rather? Oh, fun game. Kind of. <laughs> would you rather drink your dessert or eat your dessert? So like milkshake Ooh, or okay. yeah. Ooh. Um. Well, most. M- there's more edible desserts than drinkable desserts. Right. right? But, so would you rather you're consuming dessert through a straw or using a fork or spoon? I'll be honest. I'm not huge on dessert, like ice cream and stuff like that. Not big on. Okay. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go milk. Like milkshakes are the bomb. I love milkshakes. You are you are the majority. I'm really? the opposite. So Zach and I were actually at an ice cream shop two days ago and we were talking about this and I said, I am not a milkshake person. Like, uh, mm. you know. Except I, for the shamrock. Oh, yes. Or yes. the, uh, the pumpkin. That's not a milkshake. Is there a pumpkin spice milkshake? There is kind there of like, <laughs> there's kind of like this chocolate pumpkin spice drink that comes out around fall time that is okay. very milkshakey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was like, I'm not a milkshake person. It does not satisfy me. I need a fork or a It always gives me a stomachache at the end. Uh, if, you get a large, if you get a large from McDonald's, I guess. Right? <laughs> but no, I like for me to feel satisfied, mm. I have to eat eat my dessert i have to like yes exactly we got ice cream the other day and i got it in a dish i usually always get it in a dish and yes it's easier to eat that way right right i'm done with cones if i have a milkshake then i'm like all right i need some more dessert where is the thing for me to like chew on or i mean Mm. sucky slurp on (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying there's like a there's like a icy consistency to milkshakes versus like it's not the same consistency as like water or milk. You know what I mean? Like it's there's you could it's still kind. It's it's not chewable, right? But it's like it's sludgy. But for me, I need more. I need to like I need to have mm. the actual biting action for me to it's feel too, like. Is it is it because it's just too quick for you? Exactly. You, oh, because I drink you, everything you gotta, so quick. You got to process it. Yes, yes. Mm. That is like right. It's like I, I got the full dessert experience. I got you. I just don't have time. You, you, you got to enjoy it. And I'm just like, I got to go. <laughs> I will, like, if I get something from even Duncan. Yeah. I So we have Duncan right down the street. We have Duncan everywhere. <laughs> I can drink that entire drink by the time I get here. That's like, I'm oh, just- Oh, I a, believe it. I'm a quick drinker. Yeah. So I'm like, a no. Lar- like, a, like an American large? Oh, yeah. If you're sure. not from America and you're listening, oh my God. Our <laughs> larges are, like, the, people Massive. are shocked. Like, our, the, the large- in Europe is mm. almost smaller than the small here, I think. Oh, God, that's not enough. That is not enough. And that's why I always get Which light. Which is weird for them, that'll fill a person. I, that's why I always so get I'm so light. jealous. I could have moved to Europe where like I can eat things in smaller portions mm-hmm. and be satisfied. Where here, it's like, if I had that portion, I'd be like, give me six more, please. Yep, I'm not <laughs> satisfied. No, I, and when it comes to the large drinks, I always go with light ice because I want more. Always light ice. Yes. That should be a standard. I know. And then when, I hate it when I order light ice and then they don't give me light ice. I want to be like, I Which said, is a lot. They're, they're, I don't think they know what that means. They're just like, okay. <laughs> I said light ice. I know. If anything, can we get like, you know how like the fridges used to have 
the crushed ice option. Yes. Get that going for I the love. I, I would love to. Have you ever seen the ice cube maker, the ones that like sit on your counter? They yeah. make the perfect ice. And I want one, but it's like $500. <laughs> and I just cannot justify that. Plus, I don't like things on my counter. So that's also a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But if I did like stuff on my counter. This is or, the thing that like turns the block into a sphere. Yes, yes, it yes, yes. It slowly goes yes. down. Oh my gosh, that is... <sighs> Now that. I have a cheap version from Amazon, $10. Oh, really? You just fill it with water and it makes spheres and perfect giant cubes. That is like the upper echelon of ice cubes. That's right. Uh, that's my preference. It's the upper <laughs> echelon of ice cubes. There is, there is. Like, yeah. there are certain stores. You can only have, like, if you need, uh, like, like, um, um, Something on the rocks. Mm-hmm. You can only have that ice. Yes. So the Seven Eleven by my house, perfect ice. It is whatever oh. I. Yes. Something about a Seven Eleven that always just gets it right. Oh my god! You yes. Know what I mean? And I'm like, how do I get that in my house? <laughs> if I could have that, can I take this? <laughs> yeah, I would be in heaven. Even oh, and then one other thing. Mm. You know the okay Qdoba down the street. You know how they have the we the, have that here. Not Qdoba. Mo's. Sorry, my, oh, okay. my bad. Uh, you know how they have the machine where you can add all the different things? Like, it's like the, it's the more more modern pop machine. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The touchscreen one. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, would you like a squirt of cherry? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> more orange? Two it's shots. It's a cocktail of soda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want one of those in my house. Oh, sure. Wouldn't that be the greatest? Uh, I'm like, oh, cream soda day? Yes. <laughs> it's like a, it's like that movie Big when Tom Hanks yes. is like a kid but an adult and then he like buys all the like the cool things. That's like yes. a big purchase right there. Yes. Ice machine, pot machine, give it yep. to me. Because I could honestly drink Diet Coke every single day of my life. Oh, so now good. I try not to. I try to limit it. I'm like, okay, I can only drink it like two or three days a week. I don't, I'm always trying to limit myself for some reason. Then like, you just sometimes you just splurge and you're like, I can't. I have I, to have more. Yes, exactly. I have and to so, steal from our, from our coworker who brings in like the biggest tray of I, Diet Coke ever. He's ridiculous. <laughs> if I was rich, I would put one of those pot machines in my house. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week, Tuesdays at 11. Scott and- might stick around for an episode. Who the heck knows? We'll see. Well, if Scott will actually show up to work, because, yeah. you know, for an entire week would be a, a, a miracle. It's, it's true. Uh, follow us on social, Scott and Ali Show, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.